Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Welcome, everybody, uh, to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. We've got a what we hope is an interesting podcast today. I think we got we got part of our crew. We got um, RL. RL. He's up in. I guess he's in, looks like he's in Tallulah, RL. Yeah, I'm in Tallulah today. And Bruce, according to Bruce's picture, he's in the field somewhere. I don't know where that field is. But. No, I, pro- I promise you that that's the background because y'all won't see my nasty office. I, I am in the office this morning <laughs> because uh, unlike other members of the crew who's not uh, suffering through this bout of cold weather, um, you know, we I, I'm in the office now. Well. I'll, I'll let y'all lay, lay out where, where yeah. I our third member or fourth she's, member of the crew is at this morning. I, I think, I think she's on a beach in the Bahamas. I think that's right. Well, well I heard the laugh. So she's got her basking in the sunshine. She's building sandcastles with, uh, with her, her daughter and her husband. Well, when I, when oh, I got in truck this too. morning, it was 30, 31 degrees and there was a thick layer of frost. So I, I hope Kylie is, is, having a good time playing in the sand in the Bahamas. Well, I'm sure, you know, she's, but it, you know, they, they go, I think they go, they've been going down there a couple of times, you know, several, once a year, the last several years, I think. And, well, this, uh, this is work related for, for her husband, isn't it? It may be, it may have something to do with Farm Bureau, so, but that may be the excuse. You know, we'll go with well, that. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to, not going to go there. I'm just, you know, it's, I, all I know is I'm, is this morning was cold, and Kylie, Kylie, I hope not cold. Yeah, she's not here to defend herself. Defend herself, so it's free game. Yeah, kind of like we voted her in charge one time when she wasn't when she wasn't present at the meeting. So. Hey, that's that's a rule of extension. If you miss a meeting, you're liable to be the next chairman. That's right. Well, all right. Well, our guest, he's probably tired of us just chatting. So we're going to, he, uh, he's real cold. He's up in Missouri. I'm not exactly sure where Perryville, Missouri is, but he's, uh, he's up there. I'm sure it's cold where he's at. So John LaRose, we got John LaRose Jr. He is the president of, not real sure what you're president of, but y'all do the, I knew though, y'all do Cotton Rice, the National Conference, yes. uh, Precision Ag Conference, Irrigation Meeting. It's a great meeting, that's all I can tell you. And so I tell you what, John, if you'll tell us what y'all do, the history, kind of, y'all been around a long time. I think you told me 26 years, 26 yes. conferences. So yes. we'll turn it over to you for a little while. Thank you for the introduction, Dennis and Bruce and Ralph, it's really good to hang out today. And, um, you know, in Missouri, you know, you stay around. It could be 80 today. It could be snowing tomorrow. It's, it's you just never know. And just about the time you don't think you need any more rain, you get more rain. And then sometimes it dries out and you don't have rain. But it seems like we're north of the Crawley Ridge, if you're familiar with that. Once you hit the Crawley Ridge, it's almost flat to the coast. And we're about 30 miles north of that. And, um that's where our organization is home officed out of Perryville, Missouri, which is about 100 miles south of St. Louis and 30 miles north of that Crowley Ridge. And um, years ago, when my uh, dad uh, started our um, agriculture media company, 
we had a little local newspaper that um, we had a one-page insert that was called uh, East Perry Farmer, which was farmers that lived in the eastern part of our county. So my dad came home one day and said, we're going to start an agriculture publication and around the kitchen table. And my mom, uh, in her um, kind words, said a few uh, words that you would never use at church ever. Said, um, we don't own a blanking tractor. What do we even know about farming? And uh, 41, almost 41 years later, we're still printing an uh, agriculture magazine. And in there, my dad decided that, you know, the, the way to make farming more profitable for the farmer and um, the industry is to find a way for education and taking it to the field. So I remember our first uh, farm show we had was attached to our original newspaper. And then eventually we um, banned out of that and we started uh, Mid-America Farmer Grower. And uh, about 20 years into that, my dad said, we got to do some cotton and rice conferences. And our first year was in Little Rock, Arkansas. And, um, you know, at that point, we, we were dealing with cotton and rice and corn and soybeans and wheat and sorghum. And, um, you know, it was a huge, huge uh, success. And 26 years later, we're, we're back in uh, Baton Rouge. This will be our sixth year in Baton Rouge. And we kind of float back and forth between as far as Houston, Texas uh, and over to Memphis, Tennessee, basically. And we bring together the um, growers, the researchers, and the industry. And if it wasn't for those um, researchers and the growers and the industry all coming together, we wouldn't have a conference. Um, you know, we bring together, uh, you know, the leading people in agriculture. And, you know, when you look at the universities that we're working with, Auburn, University of Arkansas, LSU, Mississippi State, University of Missouri, University of Tennessee, Texas A&M, you can't have but great speakers come out of there. I mean, they're they're doing some of the best research in the country. And then when they bring in a farmer or a grower with them into their room and they start talking about what's going on out in the field. And then you have industry there. You have everybody there to make a perfect conference. And, you know, it's not a conference that you go to that you're going to pick up a thousand giveaway gifts. You're still going to get some giveaway gifts from the sponsors, but you're going to walk away with education and education and fellowship. You know, uh, two years ago when we went through the COVID uh, and we had a virtual conference, it was a learning curve for us. But one thing we came out of it is if farmers can't shake the hands of other, other farmers and researchers can't hear from the farmers and the industry can't hear from the farmers, we're not doing anything good because it's that handshake and it's that coffee shop talk that makes a difference in the field. And um, that's one thing that I feel that uh, all of the people that are involved in our organization, uh, we were really focused on quality. If we can't get those quality speakers there, we can't get the quality uh, industry there and uh, education there, we can't get the quality farmer there. And um, um, that's one of the things I walk away every year from the conference. I'm glad when lunch, lunch rolls around on the first day because every fire that's been started hopefully has been put out and there's nobody having crisis. But uh, that night we go into that social hour, you know, social hours where we have a live entertainment and free food and beverages, and we give away a bunch of stuff. Um, the farmers get to relax, and the next morning, somehow they wake back up at 6 o'clock again and start it back in the, in the breakout sessions. So um, it's an exciting event. I would recommend that if you're really focused on uh, turning your operation um, into a more profitable operation, more efficient operation, more effective operation, you're going to be around the, you know, the movers and shakers in agriculture in the Midwest for sure. I know one of the speakers that we have right now 
is coming from Europe. Um, he'll be zooming in from Europe. He's been to our conference, I think, three times, but this year he has to zoom in. And, you know, agriculture in America is no different than the rest of the world. And, you know, part of, you know, I talked a little bit about what we do with Mid-America Farmer Grower, but, you know, we have our ag tech company, agwiki.com, which is also an increment part of the production of the conference. And we deal with global agriculture on a regular basis. We're in 23 countries. And we're, again, focused there on connecting growers with other growers, education with other education, and, and making it more profitable. So, you know, even though we're, we're centralized here in the central part of the United States, every farmer globally has the same issue. Whether it's a 100-acre uh, plot or a 5-acre plot or a 10,000-acre plot, they all want to produce a better crop so they can be more profitable and effective for their family, their community, the country, and ultimately the world. You know, when you think about... If we can help a farmer at the conference produce 10 more bushel of corn out of something that he's learned, that's 10 more bushel of corn in the community, the country, and ultimately the world. And that's across, you know, all the crops that we're working in. So, you know, I, I'm, I have a deep passion for education. Um, you know, education is what drives um, innovation. So, and, and, and please forgive me, I'll keep talking forever. Do you gentlemen have any <laughs> questions? Oh no, we got. We'll. I mean, this is this is as we told you. This is just a conversation, and, okay. and your the conference is is really good. Uh, I've been to a bunch. Well, we've all been to them, um, and I mean, we've been. I know RL and I've talked at them in the past. Um, I remember we've been to Memphis. Let's say used to be in Tunica there for a yes. while. Yes. Um, was in Jonesboro, Arkansas last year. Uh, we, I mean, it's a really good, it's neat that you can, and you're right about the fellowship and talking in the hallways, because you hear somebody talk and then you go find them and say, look, tell me about this. And, and you can see, I mean, you go in there and it's in all these little breakout sessions and you get to pick and choose what you want to go and y'all offer them twice. So you try and can make your schedule work. But let me say, let me give y'all a plug for this. A couple couple of years ago or sometime in the last couple of years, y'all started videotaping the conference. Mm -hmm. And for me, I've gone back and where you can't, ones you can't make your schedule work out. I've gone back after I got home and actually watched the videos. And that's just, it's great. I mean, and that's kind of what we do. Some of what we do with our podcast and YouTube and all <clears> that. We're, we're in the video and then, Y'all are a little better at it than we are, but we're, well, I, we're, I, I I still think we have room for improvement. <clears throat> you know, I it's um when you have a speaker that's bouncing from corner to corner in that room, and they turn the light out, and and so sometimes our videos you can you know we mic everybody so you can you can get their voice, but sometimes you lose their face, mm -hmm. and th those are some of the challenges. And you talk about those videos, um, you know, one thing that we did with COVID is we turned those videos into now we can get three years of continuing credit education hours off of them. So you can go in and watch those and get continuing credit education hours, which has been, you know, to me, it's, you know, if you can't make the conference, you log in and you subscribe and you can get your credit hours sitting from anywhere in the country. So it's, 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 you know, the videos are definitely, like you said, um, they're, they they take a lot of work because normally we're running about 13 cameras. Last year we had 13 people sitting at 13 cameras, manning 13 cameras, mm -hmm. and um, it was um it was extremely challenging because 
every one of those cameras and every one of those speakers are there. They're they're mobile in that room, and you you kind of lay out guidelines of what you would like to happen. But it never does. But we just hope for the best, and we hope that the viewer will accept that. You know, um, this speaker's not only did he walk away from his podium, but he wound up in the back of the room talking where you can barely hear him sometimes. But for the most part, everything is amazing with that. Well, I've watched some of the videos. Of, well, I couldn't make it to a session. I went back and watched them in there. There, um, it's nice to be able to do that. Uh, yes, very nice. Uh, and and another thing, I'm gonna plug us here. Oh, excuse me, RL's got his hand up. We're very polite. You have to raise your hand to talk. Okay, you know, we're, okay. We're, we're very polite. I just want to say, from a presenter standpoint, and then just as a participant, the fact that a little bit intimidating for me the first time I've done it. You go in there and you give your presentation either behind or in front of a research scientist, and you're talking on the same topics. Right. A little bit intimidating the first time, but then as you got used to it and you picked up from them, they picked up from you, you know, and you make these presentations. And then the outreach that people, I've had them from all over, you know, after a presentation, you know, Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, send me an email asking questions that they may have not got that day. So, uh, it's it's just like you said that that networking there and everybody's sharing and just because you're not holding a PhD you may have something that somebody can use. Right. And well, that, that, the the PhD side and the, and the researcher side, um, you know, we've experience versus a PhD. That's a conversation that we could probably chase around the room for 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 days and days. Um, I'll tell a brief story about my my experience with a, a very experienced farmer irrigating, um, working generationally and with a with a father and son and grandson and talking about you know computerized hole selection and we set up a plan for this guy and this this 80 year old grandfather pulls up this pad out of his pocket and says looks at it and says, yeah, that plan will work because I've done it. So, you know, that's sometimes when you present in front of those PhDs, you know, or the, or the researchers, um, there's going to be a gentleman in the room or somebody in the room that's got 50 years of experience on, on that topic. Mm-hmm. And to be able to take and, and pull him into the conversation um, and tap into that wealth of knowledge um, in the hallway, that's always just a super valuable um, part of a, of a conference. Um, so yeah, that, that you, when you see one reach for that little notepad in their pocket, you know, you, you're fixing to get some heavy duty information from mm-hmm. them. Well, and, and we, we've, we've started here in the last couple of years, we're including doing a lot of producer panels in our meetings and mm-hmm. those generally are some of the best talks. You get those guys talking and those, those other producers listen to them because they've been there, they've been out in that field. And, uh, you know, that's that those those things are really work well. But uh, and you get but you have you have a lot of good speakers there. There's a lot of good information, a lot of good research. And then you add the the grower perspective on it. It it, it matches up really well. Uh, and you've got it's expanded. Originally, it was cotton rice. Now you've got irrigation conference. 
I don't know, precision ag. I'm not sure what else <laughs> you've got in there. I don't corn, know what corn, all of them yeah, Corn and soybeans in there. So it's, you know, like all of you have expressed, you know, the the combination of having the researcher and the farmer in that room talking about a particular subject is a home run. It just really is. Um, because, you know, that 50 years of experience, even though there's not a Ph.D. there, there's a Ph.D. in learning. And, you know, that thesis might have not been written out on, uh, you know, eight and a half by 11 paper and submitted to a council for review. But that notepad has created that thesis over the years. You know, when I was talking to a farmer that had been farming for about uh, 80 years, he grew up on the farm. He was born on the farm and ended up dying on the farm that he was born on eventually. But he told me, he said, you know, John, the weather changes every 10 years. He goes, we have a 10 years dry cycle. We have a 10 year wet cycle. We have a 10 year cold cycle. He goes, I can't say that it's not going to change every 10 years. And, and maybe in those 10 years, it's going to be a little bit different. But I've just learned to farm around the 10 year cycle now. Is that science? I don't know if it's science or not, but that's what worked for him in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's not too far off. I mean, uh, it's it's not too far off. We used to laugh. The, old, the county agent was here years ago. He Because back then, we didn't grow almost no corn. And he said, corn's a five-year cycle. It's a five-year crop. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, you plant the first year, you make a good crop. You plant the second year, you make a bad crop takes three years to forget and then you start to cycle over and that was and that was back when it was when Tinsall Parish was virtually cotton and a little few beans I mean that's what it was and there was just one or two people grew a little bit of corn and it, it, but he was and he was you know for a long time that was what it was you know people didn't grow corn and, uh, but uh, one let me stick one other plug in here for us y'all have been gracious enough to allow us to come down and we're going to Try and broadcast, do some live interviews from uh, from the conference itself with some people. We'll we're gonna get you on there if you got time. If you're not putting out fires that morning, we'll get you or maybe your daddy to get on there and talk a little bit about the conference and maybe uh, and then we'll get some speakers to come in. Maybe some people, some farmers. We'll get drag some of them in to talk a little bit about live about what's going on and get some people interested. And if they can't come, at least watch the videos, learn some things. So. We appreciate it. Well, we're definitely looking forward to having you there, and we're looking forward to another successful year. And, um, you know, when you when you see the replies, we always send out a survey at the end of every day or every session, and the surveys always come back that, you know, the thing that they that our conference goers like the most is the, the interaction with another farmer, but also what they learn at the conference and their interaction with the researchers the um and then also you know we couldn't we couldn't go without saying this if the industry wasn't there it's almost like a tripod you have the industry there you have the farmer there and you have the mm-hmm. researcher there so you have all three elements of what holds the stability in a particular subject right there for you to make your own educated decision and mm-hmm. um i think it's just a perfect storm it is and there's somebody if you have a question there's somebody there somebody's walking around that can answer it Yes, exactly. I love it. it. It's good. And it's now we're going to go back and it's it's at the Crown Plaza in Baton Rouge. Yes. January 31st and February 1st. Yes. Yes. And starts at eight o'clock in the morning. Yep. Yep. And um, 
you know, I think the second day of, um, you know, we, we have an opening session that starts usually around 10 and uh, the doors open at 7 a.m. Um, the 30, the 30th or the 31st. Sorry. I don't know why I said 30th. 30th. We usually have a speaker's banquet. So on the 31st, uh, 7 a.m. It opens up. We have um, exhibits open up at 730. Then we have an opening general session from 9 to 10 a.m. After that. Um, we go into our first breakout session at 10, and this carries through to the next breakout session at 11. Um, and there's a break in between there. Then there's a, a lunch at noon. We uh, we have um, the governor of Louisiana is going to be speaking at. Um, let me see. I don't know how to turn that off. So wait a second. Okay. Let me see how to turn that off. Okay, please forgive me. Can I have to edit that out? Thank you, because that was... Or maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. There we go. We, we generally don't edit a whole lot. So. Okay, there nope. you go. We're just going to have the phone ring. No, the governor's going to speak at lunch, and um, and then after in the afternoon, we'll go back into some more sessions, and then um, for, uh, right around 535, we have a social reception where, like I said, we're going to have a live band playing. We're going to have uh, free beverages. Uh, food um, and there's going to be a lot of giveaways and the next morning we open back up um, right away at 8 a.m. and we just carry through until noon that day with sessions every hour and um, you know it's like you said it's almost impossible to get through every session and luckily um, my dad had the infinite wisdom that he wanted to record and create videos of every one of them a few years back and um, we have found a way to make that happen, which gives everybody the opportunity to go back and look at the presentation that they missed because you, you can't get to all of them. It just doesn't happen. Uh, what now? I know. Tell me, tell us what your website is. Your ad, your website is where they can go on and register. And NCTD.net. NCTD.net. And um, it, it has all the information that you need there. And um Shows you all of our sponsors, all of our co-sponsors, all of our academic sponsors. It shows uh, all the speakers, and uh, we have their abstracts on there, what they're going to talk about. Also, the agendas on there for the event, so you know mm -hmm. what's happening at every time during the day. Now that the agenda is changing a little bit, only because uh, we've had a couple of speakers that we've had to change because they've had some family issues, so we had to pull them out and find some other speakers. Uh, but other than that, uh, it's pretty well in concrete. Everything is happening. Okay. Good deal. Well, and, and, and as always, you can y'all can contact one of us, and we will put you in, into the website or give you some information. I mean, that's that's that generally goes with anything we talk about. Any anytime we have a podcast, you can contact one of us, and we'll spread the word, tell them how to get to it. Uh, but I think it's. I'm looking forward to coming. Uh, looking forward to doing the live. Uh, now we will say this with a, you know, we're we're gonna hold our hand up here that that we've only done this once or twice with moderate. Would would you call it good success or moderate success? Well, nobody's saying. I'd lean toward moderate. We made it work. Let's put it that way. We make it work. I mean, it, it's 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 a challenge. I mean, we'll we'll hopefully cap, you know. Callie will be able to get over her sunburn and and yep. we'll be able to 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 be there to help keep the the, the technical side straight. Um, 
but I'm moderate success. I mean, I, you know, I mean, we, get, one thing, one thing that John, you have to understand, we, you take the four of us and we just, we say, okay, let's just do it. And we just bail off out into it. And sometimes we sink and sometimes we swim pretty good. And, uh, I mean, we, we've had successes and, Ooh, we've had a few failures too. <laughs> well, I, I, I tell you, in agriculture, that's what you have to do to survive. You it just got to take chances. And you, 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 you know, when you're out in the field and you have an issue happen, sometimes you're, you know, 20 miles away from a solution, and you got to figure it out right there. And, yes. I, and that's one thing about agriculture; they solve the problem. It is, and 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 y'all present a lot, y'all, y'all have a platform with the cotton and rice conference and i call it cotton and rice conference because that's what it's always that's what i've always known it as and if i google it because i don't remember your website i google cotton and rice and it pops up uh but y'all y'all have established a platform for learning and for education and for that we're very appreciative and it works uh, well, so we're also grateful and appreciative that we we fill the halls every year and we get some of the best speakers in the country. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. And the farmers come in there and uh, they walk away with a, just a success. And at any time they can reach back out to that researcher or farmer that's making that presentation and ask questions. And boy, I tell you, that's what you need when you're out in the middle of Louisiana or Mississippi or Arkansas or Tennessee or Missouri or Illinois, any state. You got to be able to contact somebody and say, hey, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then you can solve that. So whether you're in that meeting or six months later, you can still reach out to one of those people. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Does really well. Well, uh, anybody got any final thoughts? Now we're not, we're going to release this the first week in January. I think Kylie said, I think that's what she said. So we're, we're recording this the week. What's today? The 16th. Okay. Yeah. yeah the week before Christmas. Well, we're wanting. So, uh, Bruce, you got any, any comment or we got any we got the ag expo you talk about it ag, ag, ag expo is coming up um y'all hear hear more about that uh january 13th and 14th uh there at west monroe at the i camelton uh, equestrian center um ag show for uh ag, agriculture horticulture um we'll, we'll the did did hear kind of kind of on the subject but off subject uh, the Ag Center does, the LSU Ag Center does a um, student days two days before the 13th and 14th. So the, the the 12th and the 11th, we bring students in from surrounding schools. Um, good, bad, or indifferent, looks like we're going to fill up with students, our, all of our student slots this year. Uh, we've got right. some early numbers in, and we were getting close to having full full participation from our local schools for bringing those in for the for the um, presentations that we're doing those two days um, before Ag Expo. Um, so it's going to be an exciting time. We'll have more information. I think we're going to put out a pod t- podcast, giving some details on that. But put it on the calendar, uh, January 13th, which is a Friday, opens about 2 o'clock, runs to about 8. And then Saturday morning, uh, doors open at 9, run to about 4 o'clock. Uh, y'all come by the, um, the Ag Center section of the, the show um, and – Give us a shout out and say hi to us. Okay. What about Tri-State? Well, Tri-State is, well, this will go out right before Tri-State, so remind everybody. Tri-State Soybean <laughs> Forum um, is hosted this year by Arkansas. Um, it's in at, at, in Dumas, Arkansas, the Dumas Community Center. 
Um, it is January the 6th, always the first Friday of the new year. Um, the, so by the time this podcast should be coming out, it, it should be coming up really quick, maybe even the end of this week um, as we're looking forward in time. Um, starts at 8 o'clock at the Dumas Community, Community Center there in Dumas, Arkansas. Uh, topics this year, um, we've got the usual subjects, but we've got some really good speakers. Uh, soil fertility and a potash, and the potash calculator. Uh, they'll be talking about that. Uh, irrigation efficiency and soil moisture sensors. Uh, soybean marketing strategies. I said earlier, boy, that could be a really good or really bad talk. Um, I'm glad I'm not having to give that to talk about marketing strategies for soybeans after this past year, at least in our part of the world. Other parts of the world may be a little bit different. Uh, sea and spray applicate, applicator technology is, is going to be presented. Um, root knot nematode management. Taproot decline management. Um, update from the, the state soybean specialist from Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, and a, a update from the United Soybean Board um, and those guys there from the, from the national side. Always a really good um, meeting, highly concentrated on soybean production um, in the three-state region, Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi. I uh, want to invite everybody out to that uh, in Dumas. Like I said, uh, it's Dumas, Dumas Community Center, 8 o'clock on January the 6th, uh, the 20, uh, 2023. Goodness gracious, who would have thought we'd been saying 2023? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got the Digital Ag Conference, which is uh, in at the EVAC Center at Dean Lee Research Station on January the 18th. That's in Alexandria. Uh, starts about 8. We've got, it's going to be a very producer-oriented meeting uh we've got some uh, equipment manufacturers we're doing it in conjunction with fletcher community college down in um i think it's in Thibodeau, uh almost somewhere down some somewhere down there i can't even remember anyway their their conjunction with them we'll have sugarcane speakers we'll have all the row crop speakers rice we've covered a broad broad stroke we've also got uh some equipment manufacturers coming in to give a few talks about digital ag and what they're doing. Um, we've also got Beltwide Cotton Conferences in New Orleans this year. It's January 10th through the 12th. I think it's at the Marriott, if I remember right. Uh, go online, look for Cotton Beltwide. Uh, is that it? Oh we, oh, we also got Cotton and Rice. I'll put another plug. That's January the 31st and February 1st. And that's at and the Crown Plaza in Baton Rouge. The Soil Health Conference, February the 14th oh, and 15th in Baton Rouge. No, yeah, that's right. That's another one we just added to. Uh, and RL's doing pesticide recertification sometime. January the 24th. Yeah, January 24th, I'll have my private pesticide applicators recertification meeting here in Tallulah. Uh, anybody in the state of Louisiana? Come by and get a card if they need it. Yeah. And you'll give them a donut, won't you? I might if they're good. Oh, okay. Well, they make the donut lady in, in Tallulah's got good donuts. I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll vouch yeah. for them. They're good donuts. <laughs> All right. You're muted, Bruce. Bruce, you're muted. I said, I, I'll, I'll give them a plug for the donuts. I mean, I, I, I'm body by donut. I mean, that's. <laughs> well, there. She makes good donuts. Yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. She does one of them. 
All right. If you're gonna have donuts from that place, I, I'll 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 just come down there to your meeting. I mean, I, I'll I'll have one some. I'll have some at some point. Have a pesticide recertification meeting here in the parish at some point. Um, you're just the consummate overachiever and already got your mm-hmm. setup for the new year. Hey, yeah. last one. Oh uh, good, no, you you say uh, that. <laughs> yeah, another year's got to go by. John, he, he, John, he's Dariel's talking about retiring, so he's, mm-hmm. we're not gonna let that out. There's no, no. need for retirement. Nah. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, if that's all we got, John, we appreciate you coming on, talking to us, telling us about this, and uh, we've enjoyed it. So we have, and look forward to meeting you in person. Yeah, it's a, it's a blessing for you know us to be associated with such a good group, and I, I greatly appreciate you guys reaching out to us and letting us be a part of your podcast. And it's um it's always nerve wracking when you know that you're going to be recorded and um, for eternity. <laughs> So <laughs> try to keep those us out and try not to use any cuss words because my mom wouldn't be proud of me. Well, you know, we've, we've had that before. We've had that to help once. <laughs> yeah, we had once, but it's okay. We, we got an edit now. <laughs> not long after it went online. But anyway, we, we appreciate it. And uh, y'all got anything else? I'm good. I think Mary. I'm good. I was going to say Merry Christmas, but when this comes out, we'll be after Christmas, and I hope everybody's had a good new year, has a good year coming up. Yes. yes. I got two hungry grandboys over here wanting to go eat. Oh, my goodness. Well, <laughs> well you got, yeah, Colin, now he's been on the podcast. Now he's yeah, just, he's been on before, but. He's he's a veteran, so, you know. Well, go get a donut uh, for him, Mario. Huh? Yeah. Go get him a donut. Hush, Bruce. <laughs> All right, let's go. Get let's, let's let John go back to work. So, all right, we appreciate it. Y'all listening? Appreciate in. it, y'all John. From? Thank you, gentlemen. Thank y'all. All right. Look forward to seeing you at the conference. Bye-bye. Bye bye. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSU Ag Center dot com or contact your local Extension office.